Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Paul was looking for the rapture in his day, right? And for those who are alive when the rapture happens, will be changed or transformed, right? So we, the Bible says we'll be caught up, and that's what Paul's talking about. So the dead who are in Christ, those who have already passed away, right, they will be already in heaven with their new body. But we, those who are rise, raised first, we are going to get transformed, right? Now, that brings up the question, are you ready to go, right? Because if Paul was ready, I think Jesus wants the church to live in a state of readiness. And, you know, the purpose of the tribulation in the book of Revelation is God pouring out his wrath on a Christ-rejecting world, right? And, and you say, well, Pastor Bob, what makes you think that, you know, the book of Revelation and God's, why do you think that the, tri- the great tribulation is God's wrath? Well, because the Bible says so, Revelation 6, 17. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? <clears throat> now, so God doesn't want you to be there, right? You don't want to be there. So you want to be ready. You want to go. And, and I believe that the Lord wants all of us to be ready to go. In other words, to be, have a right relationship with God, to repent of our sin and seek to walk in righteousness. And that's what Paul's telling the church in Corinth, that many of them were living in immorality, doing all kinds of crazy things, getting drunk at church, being involved in sexual immorality. <clears throat> but Paul is saying you need to repent. You need to be ready. Now, the good news is 1 Thessalonians 5.9 says this, For God did not appoint us to wrath, speaking to us, the church, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. And so and he's talking about whether we're alive or dead, right, that we're going to be with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you were also doing. So Paul's saying that we need to be ready to go whenever the Lord comes, right? And you never know when your day's going to come, right? I mean, so often we can think, I'm not going to die until I'm 94, Or some of you think 106 or 102 or whatever it might be. But no one ever thinks they're going to die, right? I mean, the very small number of people that get sick, go to the hospital, and the doctor says you're going to die, very small number of people. I mean, um, that's a very small number of most people. It just comes suddenly, right? You don't know. And so you might say, well, I'm going to get right right before the rapture. Well, what if you get in a car wreck on the way home from church today? And they're like, well, Pastor Bob, I'm, nobody ever gets in a car wreck on the way home from church, do they? Well, yeah, right? Do people get in car wrecks? Yeah. Actually, uh, the freeway from here to Boise, people get in wrecks every day. I don't know how often they die. I don't look up the stats. But, um, right, the reality is the Bible just wants us to be ready. Now, what does that do? Well, it causes us to say, hey, I want to live in a right relationship with God. I want to be living a clean, righteous life through the power of the Holy Spirit, right? And what's the opposite of that? To live a dirty, filthy, immoral life contrary to God's word, right? Or I want to live a life the way God designed it to be lived, right? And, which, and what does that produce? We, we read that a few weeks ago, right? It produces the fruit of the Spirit, love, peace, joy, long-suffering, self-control, goodness, kindness, all those things. So God wants you to have a blessed life, and so it's, it's just compounding goodness in your life, right? You're ready to go 
whether the rapture happens or whether you die of some other reason, and that produces a good life. Now, if you're not ready to go and you're living in immorality, well, then it just causes drama upon drama and problems upon problems, right? And, and so he's, he's saying, look, you need to be ready. So in verse 52, he says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. And so in a moment, it's like, like in a split second, that's the fastest thing they think of. The last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. So the physical body, right? Those who die, they're going to, old body go into the dirt, right? Back to the dirt. And their spirit's going to go get a new body, incorruptible. And we, who are still alive, we will be changed. We'll be transformed. Metamorphosed, right? Though We'll be transformed on the way up. Now, how's that going to happen? We don't know exactly. But he says in verse 53, 53, but this corruptible must put on incorruption. So the new body is going to not be uh, corrupt, right? And this mortal must put on immortality. So we're going to have an immortal body that is not corrupt. So the the mortal body is going to be transformed into a spiritual body that is not corrupt, that it's it's immortal, and it's designed to be with God, to worship God throughout eternity. And we know that we're going to be able to learn. We're going to be able to grow uh, in our understanding of God's love. And we're going to be able to do things, right? We're going to have responsibilities. And so we don't know exactly how that's going to go down. But sometimes people think, well, why don't we know exactly? Well, how many of you exactly understand quantum fusion, right? Or quantum physics? How many of you understand going back in time or going forwards in time? Or, or why is it that, you know, in Europe it's a day before today or whatever? I'm, that was mind-boggling. When I lived in Germany, you got on a plane and you left and you, you flew for 16 hours and it's the same day. And you're like, what happened? Anyway, I mean, right, there are just things that are harder to comprehend, right, than others. But we are going to get a new body. And, and most people know deep down that we're going to live forever, right? It's just a matter of where. Paul is encouraging those in the church in Corinth to know that there is a resurrection from the dead, there is eternal life, and yet there's something you need to make a reservation to be there, right? Verse 54, so when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. So he's saying, look, when we get these new bodies, our new immortal bodies in heaven, then there's going to be no more death. Now, that is hard to comprehend as well, that there's going to be no more death. Now, there will be a second death for those who have not received Jesus as their Savior, and the Bible says that they will be cast into the uh, you know, eternal lake of fire, and, but there's no death for them either. The Bible says there will be eternal torment. So it's eternal torment or eternal bliss in heaven. Everybody lives forever, right? And so you have to choose. Now, here's the thing. The kingdom of darkness wants you to say, oh, no, there's no eternal life either for bad or for good, so everybody do what you want. And that's what they believed, you know, the, in, in Paul's day. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. We looked at that last week. And, and that is what our culture is saying today. Just do whatever you want. Be as crazy as you want. And, and then they lie and say, it doesn't affect people around you. It affects everybody around you, right? The choices you make affect the people around you. And, and Paul taught them that. In verse 55, it says, O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, I love verse 58 because he's saying, be steadfast. So don't give up, right? Don't quit. Going to church, seeking God, serving God. Now, here's the thing. The kingdom of God wants, or the the kingdom of darkness, the world, and your flesh, 
wants you to quit and not be steadfast seeking God and join the lawless team, right? The kingdom of darkness wants you to move to Portland. That's a joke, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know where's the most lawless place. Las Vegas, uh, New York, I don't know, L.A., who knows where. But, but Paul is saying, look, don't give up. Be steadfast and, and continue to love people and do good works and know that what you do for the kingdom of God has eternal value. When you get to heaven, not only is everybody going to live forever, but when you get to heaven, you're going to have eternal rewards that last forever. So all of you who teach Sunday school or an usher or a greeter, you work in the coffee shop or you work in the video room or you do Panera, whatever it is you do to serve the Lord, you're going to get rewards in heaven. So Paul says, be steadfast, abounding in the work of the Lord. God created us to do good works. All of you know that verse. Uh, we're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in, right? Ephesians 2, 10, is that what it is? Somewhere on there, uh, right? But God wants us to stay steadfast. And don't be deceived. Evil company, evil communication corrupts good habits. Don't be deceived into thinking, well, going to church doesn't matter. Seeking God doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want. Be lawless. Do what you want. It's all the same. It is not the same. It's not the same here, and it's not the same same in heaven, right? The, following the Lord produces a good life here, and it produces that hope of eternal life. And I'm so thankful. The more I read the Bible, and every year that goes by, and I see what's going on in the world, to me, the world is getting dumber and dumber and dumber. I mean, even though we are the most educated nation in the history of the world, they're the dumbest educated people I could, I, I've ever read about, right? I mean, just think about, like now, I, I can't even comprehend. I told you guys, I watched this video six months ago. It's called, What is a Woman? And they go to university professors who have PhDs who say, I can't answer that. I don't know what a woman is. I'm like, yeah, anyway, you're really educated, right? I mean, just, and here's the thing. The Bible has been the same for thousands of years, right? That loving people, doing what's right, being honest, don't steal from your neighbor, don't lie to your neighbor, don't cheat people, don't rip people off, all those things, right? That has been good for thousands of years. And the world, what's good changes, you know, so fast I can't even keep up. I don't even know what, I don't even know what it means, right, to say that a man can't be a lesbian. I don't even know what that means. It, it's so confusing they don't even know what it means. Because if you say, what do you mean a man can't be a lesbian? Define a man. Well, we don't know what a man is. Well, then how can you be in trouble for saying that he can't be a lesbian? <laughs> it's like, it's just bizarre. I mean, and these are educated people. These are the university professors. This isn't some podunk guy who fell off a turnip truck. I mean, these are like the people who are setting policy for the country, right? And you just think, wow. And the more I read the Bible and the more I read the news, those people are crazy, right? I mean, they have just lost their minds. If you ever feel tired and weary, I don't know if I can continue to go to church. I don't know if I can keep following God. Don't give up. The enemy wants you to quit. The enemy wants to destroy your life. God wants to bless your life. God wants to encourage you to keep doing what's right, keep doing what's good, abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because it's going to bless you and it's going to bless the people around you. It's going to bless your family and your kids and your grandkids and, and on and on, right? And so often the world teaches us, hey, just be selfish. But what about the people around you? God wants you to love them and care for them. So we're going to stop there because we're out of time. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we are so thankful that we have this great hope that this physical body is going to wear out and go back to the dust. But one day we're going to get a new body that is incorruptible, immortal. And Lord, it, we just look forward to that day. We thank you 
Lord, for strengthening us while we're here. Lord, we pray that you would help us to be steadfast, to just to continue, Lord, to seek you and to serve you and to want to love you with all of our heart, mind, and soul and love our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, to love one another if you've loved us. And so we just pray you would help us, Lord. Empower us by your spirit to fix our eyes on you, Jesus, to meditate on the things that are good and not be distracted by all the craziness in the world, but to know, Lord, that you have a plan for us, Lord. And we look forward to it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will